You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, what's up, Nathan? How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, man. Uh, excited to talk to you. I've heard a, a whole lot about you and how you became the number one ranked quarterback in Canada. But first, I want to ask you... How did you become the quarterback that you are today? Like, what made you want to be a quarterback? Well, yeah, first of all, I love I love football. I love everything around football. I love, you know, leading, you know, the team and, and having the control that a quarterback has and the responsibility that a quarterback has. You know, going up to the line and having to think on your feet, uh, think quickly and have the whole aspects of throwing the ball and making reads and, you know, controlling an offense, up and down the field and leading them. I just love that aspect of, of quarterback, and that's what attracts me to it. And that's why I think I really love football is because of, of being a quarterback. And But there are a lot of people in my life that have made me the, the quarterback I am. First of all, my parents who have raised me in, in, a, in a way that I'm really blessed to say that, you know, I was in a, a great family and a great home growing up. And um, then coaches that I've been really blessed with, coaches back home, um, Mr. Uh, Joe Moscato, Mr. Larry Justinus, and Mr. Tony Manifino, as well as my coach, my current head coach right now, which is uh, Coach Bobby Farrell, all influenced me to be the first uh, person that I am today. That's awesome. That's awesome, Nathan. Me, myself, I've been around some pretty great quarterbacks, like especially this year I'm uh, playing with Ricky Ray. And, you know, listening to you yes, talk, you, you have a lot of the same uh, characteristics he has, you have. And it's a, it's a, it's a pretty big deal that, you know, we were getting you online and you're from Ontario, which is, you know, un, unseen in the NCAA ranks. Uh, guys from Ontario going uh, down there and, and succeeding at the quarterback position. So, you know, I want to say congratulations for you, you know, getting to this point, you know, getting the attention that you're getting. You know, we're all very proud of you here. And, you know, what is it like getting all the attention that you're getting now? You know, you you seem like a very level-headed guy, but what's it like, you know, receiving all this attention? Well, um, I don't want this to come across, uh, you know, in the wrong way, but, you know, I, I'm used to it. I mean, I had a lot of, you know, attention back home when, when I was in early age. And, and so it doesn't, it's nothing like pressure or anything that, you know, I know that the people are watching all the times. And if I want to play at the next level, that's something I'm going to have to embrace. Um, but you, there is a part of you that realizes, hey, this is Division One coaches, and this is these are big time schools, you know, and 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 they have a really big you know, say in what what goes around in football and stuff like that. So it kind of 
Awesome. That's awesome. It's good to hear that. What's it like going from you know a place like Canada, which is hockey crazed, to football crazy Alabama? Well, um, it could have been a, a better place, I think. Yeah, you know, back home, you know, we thought of that was probably the heart of football, and, it, and it's true. This is SEC country, and people are crazy about football. And, you know, they love their college football and they love their high school football, and so it's a great environment to be in. It's a great community around here. This is the typical. This you know, the community that I'm in right now is a typical small town, you know, that loves their football and, and loves their high school football, and, you know, they're out there, you know, sharing on whether they have, they have a kid on the team or not. And, and, that's, and that's what's great about, you know, football down here. And, and you know, you didn't really get that, unfortunately, um, back home. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you had a lot of different sports. You know, you had basketball, you had hockey, you had soccer. You didn't really, football wasn't really the biggest thing, but it's the biggest thing down here. And, and so it's great to be in an environment where played that it's the main focus, and that's really what drew me here and what what I love about it. I went through a similar transition going down to the States and uh, playing football, and one of the biggest things I noticed was the speed of the game. You know, playing in Canada, you think it's fast, but then when you get down there, it's it's a whole other level. Tell me what your adjustment was like seeing DBs move faster than they've ever moved, seeing uh, receivers move faster than they've ever moved, seeing linemen coming at you bigger, stronger, faster than than they've ever come at you. Tell me what that adjustment was like. There was a little bit of a transition period and whatnot um, for me. Uh, I've had a great coaching staff and and a great group of players to play with and who have helped me along, you know, all my mistakes and and helped me learn from it. And and because there was that time period, especially in the spring where, you know, I was, you know, struggling and, and they helped me get to the place where I am now, where, where I feel I'm very comfortable with the offense and everything, but you know, there, there's definitely some rule changes that you know you have to be aware of. Some aspects of the Canadian game aren't really there in, in the American game at all. Just little things, really. I feel like to read defenses because there's one less coaching, and you know there's um, one less person has to read and worry about, and, and, and I can see the field a little bit better because it is smaller. And, and so I, I mean, there are some playing at home and that kind of environment and everything, and then. We're not here, so I mean, and the, the speed of the game for me hasn't been any quicker, hasn't been any slower, hasn't been really a change for me at all. You're a very level-headed guy, and I'm very impressed with having you on right now. You know, what do you miss most about being home? Because I remember, you know, being down in California in JC, man. At first, I didn't really miss home, but you know, after a few months, it's like you start to miss like the little things, maybe like the Tim Hortons or. You know, you know, the cold weather, as crazy as it may sound, or, you know, just the people. So I just want to know, you know, you you might miss about being home. Um. Well, I mean, I left a lot of people back home, and I left uh, a lot of good friends, and, and uh, well, you know, a lot of people that I grew up, grew up with. And, you know, I played with the same football program with, uh, with the Burlington Stampeders for a long time, and, and, I, and I was moving on from them, you know, at the time. that I didn't think I was going to be moving on from them you know, for you know, another year. But, so leaving them was, was a little bit tough, and I'm glad that, you know, right now I'm living with my mom and my dad and my, and my brother, and I get to see my dad quite often, and, and so that, that made it a little bit easier to, you know, leaving away from them and living with the host family, so that's good. I've, I miss a lot, and so, um, I mean, this is where I want to be, and this is where I need to be if I want to take football any further, so I try not to focus on what I'm missing more of what, you know, I'm leaving and what I want to achieve. I know you guys are in the midst of a 68-game win streak right now at Edgewood. 
Uh, you guys are 9-0 this season. Yeah. You've been lighting it up, putting up video game-like numbers. Have you felt any pressure at all with this win streak? I know you guys, you got the goal written up right now. 71 is the goal. Well, um, the expectations for this, this program is, is have one or two losses and, and make the playoffs barely. You know, that's not, you know, the mentality of each team that goes for it. It wasn't the mentality last year. and won't be the mentality next year. And it wasn't the mentality for this team this year. And it was to win, and it was to win the state championship, and it was win every single year. And it's not about this just this year's team; it's all those teams who have contributed to the 68, to the coaching staff who deserves it, and to the community who deserves it. And so, there's not really a pressure at all. It's just because when I got here, you know, I had to, there's a lot of impression that I knew about Edgewood, the winning program, they know how to win, and and they're going to get you to you know, that place that you need to be able to win. And me as a, as a leader and someone who needs to lead team, and, and they, they told me how to do that, and they showed me how to do it very quickly, and I caught on. And, and so I feel I feel that there's not a lot of pressure here because someone told me that you, know, you only should feel pressure if you're not prepared. And I feel like this organization and this team really knows how to win, and, and we are prepared, and it's not really any pressure um, on me, and it's not really pressure on this team. I don't think this team feels it at all. We're on here with Nathan Rorke, quarterback from Edgewood Prep Academy. Nathan, I just wanted to ask you, you mentioned about the pressure right now, and you said that there's no reason to feel that way. I know there's a lot more schools mm-hmm. taking interest in you now, and you seem to be dealing with everything quite well. Most recently, UCLA in Florida has been reportedly taking interest in you. What's that been like? Well, it's been awesome. It, it really has. It's been, it's been a little bit of blur, too, and I'm hoping that you know more comes out of it. You know, work right now, it's pretty low-key, but you know, those are schools that you, you watch as a kid, and, and they're so far away from you, and you never think that you could ever be, you know, be a part of them, and to be even... Uh, be mentioned by them is quite the honor, and I would be uh, blessed and very, very fortunate to be part of either of those programs, and I'm just hoping everything works out on the road. I know with these programs taking interest in you, uh, earlier in the season before we spoke, you said you went to visit Mississippi State, and I understand that you went to visit Alabama at down Tuscaloosa earlier this year. What was that like visiting mm-hmm. Alabama? Because I know in that state of Alabama, you're only Crimson or you're you're the other school. You know, Alabama is it, it was something else. It really was. The that Nick Saban has built up is, is something amazing. So to visit there and meet him and something that you know, as, I, as I walked out for the home field uh, warm-ups and everything, as, as I walked out, the, the stadium wasn't even packed yet. It wasn't filled. People were still filing in. And I walked out and I, and I saw it. And I'd never seen it in the And that was just so cool to see for me because it was the biggest you know, stadium I've ever been in and had the most people I've ever seen. And it wasn't even full yet. And to see that was, was something else. And then, you know, hear the crowd when it's game time and everything was something else and I, that I'd never experienced before. You don't see that in the CIS, of course. And, yeah, it, it was pretty crazy. I don't think anything will happen from Alabama. I'm just glad that they gave me a chance. I think anything will happen in the season. We already have a quarterback and whatnot. But um, regardless, it was great to experience. For people that have never seen you play, what type of quarterback would you say you are? I have a tough question. I, I don't describe myself as a you know as a dual threat or a pocket passer or anything. I just I think that the, the number one priority as a quarterback is to, is to move the change no matter no matter how you do it. So I always the way I like the game is by throwing the ball from the pocket and kind of distributing the ball to as many people as you can. But, you know, if something breaks down, I, I, I try to make a play for the team and do whatever I can to move the team. But at the end of the day, that's uh, what you need from the leader and that's what you need from your quarterback. You know, I really have I have a lot of fun when I play, so you definitely, probably, if you've ever seen it, you probably, I'm hoping that you see that aspect of, you know, how I just I like to go out and just run a game with the boys, and that's the kind of thing that I, you know, I like to show. I can't really categorize it. I don't really like to categorize myself as either or. I think there's a lot more to a quarterback, whether if they can throw the ball, if they can run it. Um, 
Yeah, I just I just like to, to make plays and whatever I can do for the team. With this process of you picking schools, what are you looking for in uh, in a school, a system, or a coach? You start first with a system. What what's your preferred system? The system I'm most comfortable in is, would be a spread offense. It's just because that's what I played back home, and that's what the pro style is back home, and that's what I've been playing with for a long time, and that's what we play right now. So I'd say the spread would probably be, be my preferred. Offense, but I'd be open to a lot of other ones. What kind of coach are you looking for? Are you looking for a coach that's a, a teacher, or you know, some coaches are yellers, or or maybe a combination of both? But what type of coach are you are you mostly comfortable with? Because that's something that you're you're really gonna have to look into. Yeah, you're right. I think that the most important thing when choosing a university or school to go to is the coaching staff of who you're gonna be with. I think you're right on that, and and that would be the. For me, that will be what I will consider the most is who I'm going to be working with, the OC or the quarterback coach or both. I'm going to the same person. But there are other ways to get a point of you know, I would have to say that you know, a teacher and someone that can learn to speak his brain, you know, you know, you know that can that wants the best for me at the same time but wants to see me better, get better every single day and will, will work for me to get that place. So, you know, I've worked with both. I've worked with yellers and I've worked with teachers. And, you know, there's, and then I've worked people who are right in the middle. And so um, I think it would just be about, you know, the relationship that we can find and we can build on and what kind of player I can be in the next four or five years in that program. For kids up here that want to follow a similar path to you, what kind of advice would you give them? Mm-hmm. Would you recommend they enroll in a high school at as early as a junior or sophomore year, or would you recommend they kind of wait like you did and enroll in their senior year? There's a lot of kids up here that I find that are very talented. But they get overlooked because the common conception from American recruiters is that the competition up here isn't very great. What would you suggest for kids to kind of help overcome that hurdle? Well, I'm hoping at, I'm hoping at one time that U.S. coaches look at Canadian kids and say, you know what, the competition is good, and we will look at it, you know, as a good prospect, regardless of who we play. The competition up here won't matter because it's good, and I hope football improves. Um, but you know, what I would say is that my uh, recruitment process is very difficult because. You know, they schools do take their quarterback in their in their junior year, and I'm kind of especially for a quarterback. Um, so I would say to to get down there at least for your junior year, so they have two years to, to see you play, and and two years to develop under that system. I've been very fortunate to be under a coach that you know has gotten into uh, you know Division One players um, to that level, and and so you know and I'm very, I'm very confident that it'll work out. You know, I don't think that will happen for everyone. I really, I really don't. And I think that if I wasn't with the coach that I am, with the program I am, it wouldn't work out for me. Either. And I would definitely say that at least your junior year, and if not sooner, to go down the senior. It makes it really tough in the position that I am right now. And yeah, I'm hoping. Well, that's what I would say. I'd say the junior year or, or earlier. Well, Nathan, you're setting a great example for a lot of players up here at the moment. Like Nate was saying earlier, you're very composed. You seem to have your head on your shoulders quite well, and you sound like a natural leader both on and off the field. Uh, before we wrap things up here, though, i got to ask you, is it Roll Tide or is it War Eagle for you? Which one is it? Are you a UAB Blazer fan? Well, I mean, like I said earlier, you can only be one in the state of Alabama. Which one are you? I'm still Canadian, so I don't, <laughs> I don't have Well played. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, Nathan, um, I'd like to thank you for taking the time to speak with us. Before we get off the air here, is, is there anything you feel like you would like to add or anything you'd like to touch upon before we go? Yeah, just everyone back home that, I, you know, I'm thinking of you and I miss you a lot. You know, I'm hoping everything works out so this was an all for nothing. And, and I'm confident in, in the people around me and, and everyone who is supporting me that we will get it done and it won't be for nothing. But I'm, I'm working and you guys are what motivate me. So I appreciate everything that you have
Yeah, thank you, you guys, for having me on today. Tonight. I appreciate it. Anytime, Nathan. It's always a pleasure. And uh, after you guys bring home state, we'll have you back on and we'll talk about that experience. How's that sound? Right, sounds good. All right, Nathan, take care, man. It was good having you on. You know, keep representing wealth our country. We're very proud of you. Yes, yes sir. Yes, sir, I will. All right, take care, Nathan. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.